Well, welcome again to the Mad Beef Podcast, Australian rollerblading podcast, and uh, today we're going to talk about Arlo Eisenberg. All right, let's see how we go with this. Well, that's the first try of a normal one with the tacky version of the background music, just um, playing off the laptop uh, onto the phone recording. But, you know, this is all lo-fi. You wouldn't get anything at all if I had to do it properly, so you're getting something. Thanks to T. Someone from, I think, Australian Rollerblading, who said we could use that um, edifice architect, I think he is, on SoundCloud. So thanks heaps, man. Um, yeah, so... On the Super Bowl day, um, on the Valo um, Instagram, we got a couple of pictures of Arlo Eisenberg at Ghost Pro, G-O-S-T-P-R-O, um, uh, skating with Alex Broskow and a few others at some Texas skate park. And it was just really cool uh, to see, you know, current images of him with his top off and tats everywhere and some kind of designer undercut, just doing some basic... Um, skate park stuff, um, fish brains and topsoles and stuff. It was just cool. Um, and I guess that inspired then the thought of doing um, another short little uh, thing of this while I'm just trying to produce some content, just thinking about Arlo. Um, I tuned out of rollerblading um, when I got injured in 96, so I didn't really follow tightly all the magazines and, and all the developments with the X Games and, and how it all evolved from there. And so, you know, when I hear people talking about the problems with Senate and the failings of Arlo and the whole, all that stuff, that's kind of outside my personal experience and I don't really know what to believe and I find it hard to care too much does that make me a bad person i don't know but for me i guess i just think about the influence as a young skater uh, that he had i think in a positive way just as just as a purveyor of the sport you know so not necessarily thinking about uh you know his example as a human being or particularly his strategy as an advocate or a leader for rollerblading, uh, who knows about all that? And I'm not super interested personally in getting into an analysis of of the economics or the strategy or the whatever happened in the 1990s. But for me, Daily Bread and those early videos as well, you know, the first hoax video and Mad Beef that you know is the um uh, the homage. The, the name of this podcast is from um I mean Arlo's personality and style and fashion sense and energy um I gave it gave something great I reckon and I think something of aligning rollerblading with skateboarding was not derivative and pathetic but was proactive finding a style and learning from what had come before and drawing inspiration in a good way. Um, yeah, I, mean, I was I was a fanboy, you know, in my way as a teenager. You know, I bleached the hair blonde and then shaved it back into the crown like he had at one point in some Daily Bread um, photo. I did that <laughs> and um, no one else knew really... Uh, you know, at the time, you know, no one else was really that into rollerblading, you know, the circles I moved in, and so, you know, it just was like this cool thing I thought up, which is kind of nice. 
I couldn't do his sideburns at that age. Um, and uh, I even did the horns, I think, that he had for a while and copied that too. Uh, <laughs> so, so that's kind of funny. Um, but yeah, I, I think it's just um, it's kind of cool to go. Um, role models in something like skating don't need to be role models for life. I don't need to look at rollerbladers as role models for me or my kids about what to think about politics or how to live or whether to drink or smoke or swear or or any of that kind of stuff. I, I don't look to them for that. I mean, it's cool if you can have someone you look up to in sport that you also admire for other reasons, but I don't think that's necessary. I think you can just admire someone for what they bring for the particular thing you turn to them for. Yeah.